Hello and welcome to the Locker Room Podcast with Josh and George. Today we'll be talking to a Manchester City coach and head of the DP Academy, Danny Purvis. We'll be talking to him about his journey through Sunday League football via the Army and to becoming a well-respected coach at one of the biggest clubs in the world. Here is Danny Purvis in the Locker Room. Hello and welcome to episode one of the Locker Room Podcast. Today we've got Manchester City youth team coach and head of the DP Academy, Danny Purvis with us. Danny, you okay? Yeah, good, thank you. Good, good. Did you get down here okay? Yeah, it was good. It yeah. was uh, nice, easy travel to get down here. You, you know, because you like, obviously you've played for like playing teams like Newark, Newark Town, and stuff like that. Was was coaching something you you always knew you wanted to get into, or was it? Did you never really think about it whilst you were playing? I've always wanted to get into it because I look when I when we was young, uh, when we played for Grove Rangers, Newark Town, there weren't much around what we could offer, what offer uh, kids was getting offered to go and play at a better level. So I let, my, my main thing when I set the football school up to turn into academy is giving young kids opportunities to go and play against high-click kids and give them the chance to sign uh, sign contracts. If you look, when, say, your granddad, when he, when he did Grove Rangers, how many scouts did he come around watching? The quality of coaches, all volunteers. But now there's a lot of football academy schools around Nottingham, Newark, giving quality coaching and kids are getting the opportunity to play against your Man City's, your Forest, your Chelsea's from Newark, giving them experience. Does it does it mean a lot to you that they can play against them top, yeah. top teams? Yeah. It, that's why, if it won't, I, I set up this, this up uh, to give the kids opportunity to, to do it and it wasn't about money and it wasn't about money but then it came as a full-time job so I had to do it money. Yeah. I had to do, go down that road but we're still the cheapest but I just want to get these kids the best chance to play at a better level. The, the amount of players that's come through Newark who should have gone at a better level but never had the opportunities to do it, it's amazing. You, you say that like you obviously you want to, you want to have the your, your academy set up because you want kids to go to go to that next level. There's a stat that says one in a million children, one in a million children only get to play professional football. Yeah. What what does that that mean to you? I look at it now, we've been going three and a half years, the football school's been going three and a half years, we've had 66 kids sign professional contracts. Wow, that's Six, really good. Yeah, we've had our first, not our first player, the player I've been doing a lot of one-on-one with, yeah. two-on-one training, Manny Norkit, just got his first team squad number at Man U. Oh, brilliant. So we're looking, we're He's looking, in the Youth Cup, in the Youth Cup team in the, youth cup in the team, final, yeah. Uh, yeah. In the final against Forest at Old Trafford. I do, I do a lot of work with Manny. What you got to think about, Manny was under 14. Yeah. He was on York Drive Field in his grassroots tournament and I picked him out and the manager went, he's not good enough. And I went, wow. Yeah. I took him over to Man City that following Sunday. Yeah. He scored a hat-trick in the space of 17 minutes. <sighs> the week after, uh, our academy manager said, we'll play him against uh, Man United. Yeah. We'll play him against Man United, what happened? Man United offered him a three-year deal. That's how quick football can change. So he was wow. two weeks in, in the space of three weeks, he was playing for RHP Grassroots. Yeah. And then he's playing for Man United. That, that's that's a massive change, isn't it? You're going yeah. from playing, I'm going to guess it's RHB Colts, mm. and now you've got, you're got playing with Manchester United. It's a massive, massive step up. How, you know, children, mentally, you know, he's, he's not he's not old enough to play like men's football or anything yet, but how, how do you think that affects him mentally? Because he's going from RHB Colts one minute to Manchester United the next. People, a lot of people say to me, people, players aren't good enough. Yeah. But my, when I watched Manny, he was making runs and he was thinking two steps ahead of the, the players he's player. playing with. Yeah. But now he's playing with a top player, he's making them runs, he's yeah. getting the ball and scoring goals. Right. So you've got to look at it, when you're scouting, when they first started at City, 
as doing like a scouting role, yeah. you've got to look at that bigger picture. You can't just look at the player now, who he's playing with. Yeah. You're thinking, what could he do playing with better players? Okay. Yeah, I went to school with Manny, so I sort of yeah, yeah Muscombe, yeah, and into Tuxford a bit, so I sort of know his story and it's brilliant. You, you look at Manny, he, he got turned away from Boston. He didn't, he didn't really like Lincoln. Uh, they didn't really offer him a contract. Didn't offer him a contract at Derby, but then get offered a, a contract to one of the biggest clubs in the world. Do you think they'll brew that? Do you think? I they'll... think they, I think they're gonna. Yeah. Yeah, and now look, he's got his no agent. I don't know if you know who his agent is. No. David Beckham. Whoa. So, really? Yeah. Beckham Agency's the Manny Norkit's agent now. Oh, that's that's decent, a joke. How old is he again? Sick my age. He's so your 17 age, yeah. now. Bloody hell. Here's me thinking how good I was when I was playing for Knots <laughs> and this guy's got an agent and everything. <laughs> Two years younger than me. Look at another player come from Newark. Theo Williams. Yeah. At Sheffield United. Absolutely one of the best players in what Sheffield United's got. Mm. Another a Newark great prospect. But then you look at his dad when... He wouldn't mind me saying he struggled getting him there every week and every yeah. week, but he still stuck at it and stuck at it and stuck at it. He's only <clears> 17, <throat> 18. That name is going to be on a first-team squad shoot. I, I don't think people, because obviously I'm a grassroots football coach myself, I don't think people realise not just how much the players want it, but the parents want it as well, because it's a struggle, you know. Yeah. You Because you, obviously we, we, we go all the way to like Loverham games and stuff like that, and that's far away, so the parents really have to dig deep as well, don't they? The parents got to dig deep for academies, but... Yeah. Um, I get a lot of grassroots coaches who bring uh, managers who yeah. bring their kids to us and I said to him when we go to academies I don't want to coach on the sideline it's silent touchline yeah. because what's the point of paying me how to coach a kid yeah. and then going there and they're shouting yeah. so I, I always say to him if you say anything I'll bring your son off don't ruin your son's experience yeah, through you and yeah. you, you see a lot of parents ruin kids just let them play the kids, yeah. at, the, the kids at the time and you see, and you you see these average parents who probably never played football before. No, just about having fun. But let them in, and that's what I got to get across. When these kids go to academies, it's not about going to make a professional footballer. Yeah. So it's about, and I say to every single of my players, go and enjoy the experience while it lasts. Yeah. And I had uh, Dexter and Freddie, uh, Dexter Barlow and Freddie Roach going to Chelsea, taking pictures, Man City, Man United, playing against these top teams. Mm. I wish I could have done that when I was under nine, yeah. at eight and nine. Yeah. And that's what you've got to look at. Their experience. Like we've just come back from Barcelona. Yeah. Like the yeah. football school. The kids' faces. Really? Was. I'd pay thousands to watch it. And they're what? Under seven, eight, nines, aren't they? The, seven, eight, nine. Barcelona. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's class, isn't it? Um, but I know that at the start you were. It was at Warriors under five, wasn't it? Yeah. How difficult is it to coach, you know, under fives football? Is uh, that, and is that a good start for you? I, I think a lot of people disagree with us. Um, but I think the earlier you get a kid and you get him in that mould of playing is it, you'll be seeing that better kid every yeah. kid who started with me from 5 and 6 so far has signed a pro contract wow that was some great knowledge there from Danny talking about the youth academy and how it works within this wonderful sport coming up we have a little bit of fun with a quiz and then we'll be talking about Manchester City and player development Sit down, make a cup of tea, and get ready for part two of the Locker Room Podcast. So we're getting to the halfway stage, so we've got a quiz that we're going to get you involved in. Go on then. <laughs> it's called uh, Know Your Pass, so you'll have 90 seconds, is it, Josh? It is 90 seconds. seconds, it is 90 seconds. To answer 15 questions about facts from previous clubs and teams that you've been associated with. Uh, this week I'll be asking the questions and Josh will be timing and keeping score. Oh, we'll be keeping oh, score. Right. Yeah, so if you're ready... Danny, Danny, do you know your past? 
what was the name of Manchester City's old stadium? Can't say pass. Pass. How many goals did you score for Newark Town in the 2013-14 season, according to their website? 17. <laughs> Two. Two? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who was Man City's manager before Pep? Stuart Pearce. Manuel Pellegrini. What was the name of the league you won at Grove Rangers? Midlinks A Division. Yeah, I'll give you that. Well done. Uh, in the same season, you did the double and won the cup, but at which stadium did you win Lincoln the cup? United. Yeah, correct. Well Who's Man City's all-time leading goal scorer? Sergio Aguero. Correct. What's the name of Warriors Under Sevens team? Warriors Under Sevens team? What's that? Newark Warriors? Yeah. Uh, it's called Newark Warriors FC. The Under Sevens like team though, what do you know what that's called? No. It's the Spartans. When were Newark Town first founded? Oh, I heard speaking about this the other day. Gone. Gone. 1868. Uh, true or false, Manchester City hold the record for the highest home attendance in England. False. Correct. According to the RHP website, how many assists did you get for them in 2016-17 season? Ten. Five. How many League Cups did Man have Man City won? Six. Eight. How many followers does the DP Academy have on Instagram to the nearest hundred? Four hundred. Seven hundred. Uh, what year were Newark Town admitted to the Knotts Football Alliance? Two thousand four. Fucking to get three points. And that's time, my good friend. Oh. And that's time. Right. Wow. There's one question we didn't get in there, though. Oh, <laughs> I know which oh, one you're going to say. I also, I also know that that goals uh, ratio for Newark Town. Yeah, yeah. Have got false. that wrong? That's false. 100%. That's false. 100%. Right? We're going to take <laughs> it to the club, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was according to the website, so we'll take it to it. But the question we didn't get in was according to the RHP website, who is or was your celebrity crush? Go on, this is what you said to RHP Colts. Go on. Celebrity crush. Who's your celebrity crush? Who did you say to him at the time? Woman. Yes. Cheryl Cole. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher to them, fam. That was in the programme. That was like, that. <laughs> oh my god. Would you like to explain? No. <laughs> oh. That was an ours. No way. How many did he get, Josh? Have you been counting? He got four. Got four. It's not, it's not bad. It's not bad. What's Man City's grand call? The old one, Main Road. Main Road, that's it. Yeah, I always thought it was Filbert Street, but that's less than To be fair, I couldn't get Manuel Pellegrini. I, I, I couldn't get that. I know how to feel now, I'm the chase. Well, you're first in the leaderboard at the minute because no one else has done no, no, it. <laughs> Good questions. Oh, Good questions. That was, class. that was class, matey. Uh, <coughs> so, Man City, well, you, you couldn't turn Summit down like that, could you? Like going to work Man City. Yes. People say about coaching, um, and a lot of people in Newark. Yeah, I won't mention no names, but think they've made it in coaching. Right. You don't make it in coaching; you get better. Yeah. And everyone goes, "What makes you so good?" I says, "I'm not good. Yeah. I'm learning from the best." When you're watching Pep Guardiola, Brian Kidd, uh, top coaches at Man City, Phil Broden, Lewis, uh, Fitz, you learn every week. And when you're working with you know, foreign coaches, English coaches, or around that, uh, that, them teams all the time, every day's a school day. And I'll never forget when people said to us, the day you leave the Man City training ground, you haven't learned nothing, don't come back. Wow. I can remember I opened a club in Newark, um, 
And the, the chairman said, would you help do the coaching? I said, yeah, of course I can. I went to the first training session. I said to the manager, I said, where's your plan? He said, I don't need one. Went, wow. Oh, you, don't, you don't need a plan. I said, well, every time I go to Man City, I do a plan. Mm. And if I don't do a plan, I won't be working that day because I won't let me work. Really? Because if you don't know what you're doing, how's the kids supposed to know what they're doing? So we said, I said, you need a plan. I said, the kids have turned up, what, what, you, what subject are you working on? The answer I got was, don't know yet. So I went back to the chairman and said, it's a waste of my time working with this club. Yeah. If the coaches aren't going to go with it yeah. and do, uh, do, do it, it's pointless. The main thing where academy football to grassroots, you've got to have a philosophy. Of course. And nine out of ten of grassroots, if you have a look at under sevens, they play totally different to under twelves. Yeah. So what if that under ten says, right, you're going to play up a year next week, next week because you've done really well, mm. and they play totally different, that's where you've got to look at it. From co Sorry. From coaching from start to finish, yeah. you've got to know your plan, what you're working with, your philosophy, and you've got to be structured. If you look at every, all the DP coaches that, with me, they know exactly what they're working with week in, week out. And if you don't, and when them parents are travelling all that, that distance and looking there, why is that different to that? Why is that different what you're working on? Like this week's one-on-one um, -on -one skill of man. Yeah. That's, that's our subject. Show us something. So be creative in the final third. That's our subject for this week. So you look at it and go, why aren't grassroots coaches doing this? Yeah. I can see why they're doing it because they've got full-time jobs. Yeah. They're volunteers. They're someone's dad. Mm. And they're doing it for fun. Yeah. But I look at it going, why do people travel two hours to come to DP Academy? I've got people travelling from Manchester, Skegness, Leeds, Halifax, Sheffield, to come to us because they know they're going to get good coaching. And, and, that, and that's a lot. That's not me saying that. That's what I'm getting from the parents. Parents, yeah. Like I, everyone says to me, you, you're doing really well. I said, yeah, but I'm still learning. Yeah, of course. And you get these, I'll never ever think I'm bigger than what I am. And you always got to remember where you come from in coaching. And you, you set up your academy at a similar time to when you joined City and obviously you've won the Barcelona Youth League and things like that. Where do you plan to take it and what was the inspiration um, what, to set it up? What is, what's next, really? Um, it took... I, I've got to look where, where I come from yeah. three and a half years ago and where we are now. I started with seven players on Flosur Field and now I'm looking at 160-odd kids coming wow. through the, uh, the football academy now coming from all over Britain and you can't rush it it took me probably a year to go to from here I school to an academy to bring the analysis and your best um, co uh, co coaching yeah. planning I'm not rushing anything because I think what we do at the minute is working uh, and the year when I get that, if I do a full year and that one player signs a professional club that's when I hang my boots up because I don't think I don't if I was bringing my kid to your football academy and yeah. he's not progressing or he's not getting better we've got to ask ourselves why, why? Yeah. how many a year do you think you get then in roughly this year under 8s going to under 9s this year we've lost the whole team they've all gone wow yeah we've got Jacob Jacob signed for Hull keeper um, Isaac gone to Doncaster on the right Sheffield Wednesday Zach you take any city? Uh, we had two go to city, but because yeah. of the travel distance, yeah, they couldn't sign for city. Well, Zach, who signed for Sheffield Wednesday, but looking at going in at Man U, he's going to Man U and Burnley before he decides to sign. 
On the left, Ethan signed for Rotherham. In the middle, Dexter signed for Forest. Centre forward, Freddie Root. Forest. So wow. this is where where you see it against the parents again. When yeah. the Seals come to a tournament going, oh, but these are going to be unbelievable, these under nines. We're rebuilding that age group again. Right, okay. And when we lose that whole team, yeah, you've got to rebuild. And when you rebuild, you've got to look at it and go, yeah, these kids might not be academy players yet, but you've got to work, work with them. for what you've got. No disrespect, not what you've got left. The people haven't been... Yeah, I got what you mean. If they haven't been selected to go to academy, we've got to look and go right to the parents. Why haven't they been? Mm. And so we'll explain that. But I think next year on the sevens going to under eights, I think we'll lose the whole team again. Straight up. Straight up, yeah. But that's people go. Someone said to me the other day, and what got me the other week on Facebook, someone says, "Oh, these academies, these schools are doing it all for the money." <laughs> and I was like, "Right." I said, "If so, if I was doing it all for the money." I had 42 kids last Monday, not yeah. last Monday, Monday before on trial to mm. come to the elite team. Only four got picked. Yeah. If I was doing it for the money, I took all of them. Slam yeah. every single one. Slam every them, single yeah. one. If I'm doing it for the money, why am I sending? Why am I sending 66 kids plus the other lads what I've just lost yeah. to sign? Why don't I keep them myself? Yeah. I want to push these kids on, and that's where a lot of people said to me, "We're coming to you, Daniel, because we know you want for the best for the kids." Yeah. Some people do it. I heard. Another academy going, why am I going to send them to Bradford? Why am I going to send them to the Cat Free Academy? Might as well stay with me. And I argue that because you play your grassroots week in, week out. Some teams you play are weaker than others. That star player, what's he going to get out playing against weak teams week in, week out? You're not going to get much. So everyone goes, go to academies. You're going to play hard games against top players mm-hmm. week in, week out. You're going to get better. And, that's only, and you're only going to get better. And then you give them the basis to go on to that, don't you? Yeah. Um, I, I, I say to them, and, and now we've got a lot of clubs we're associated with. I think it's 28 clubs now. I got I get people ringing me up. Any players, Danny? Anyone who wants to come on trial? And that's what we do. Like the, I got a phone call off uh, Pat the other day. I got an under-14, Danny. Um, he's coming. Everyone wants him. Do you want to take him over to City? I watched a bit of footage of him, a bit of uh, on, um, yeah. on WhatsApp. I said, yeah, we'll take him over. Took him over and... He's looking at signing. 14. 14 years of age. 14 years Signing for Manchester City. It's unreal. I seen. I was speaking to uh, Richard, who, you, you know, coaches at Man City. Yeah. Is it true that Man City pay substantial amounts of money for young children for like to come over from like Leicester and stuff like that? It's... Or is it more like a straight... It's, it's, it's a... I think football, yeah. in general, yeah. is a business. Yeah. That, yeah. It, it's a business. If it's a kid, if it's an adult... It's a business. It's a tough business though, because some some kids are cut for it all the way from seven years of age. They'll get to sixteen and they'll get torn around. Look at the players playing with Man in at the minute. Charlie McNeil. Yeah. Went from Man United, uh, Man City to Man United for a million pound. Uh, how old is he? Well, Mine, sixteen. Yeah. So one at, million pounds. This yeah. kid's this kid's sixteen years of age. And so you look at Connor Brown. One million years. Connor Brown from Lincoln City, who does want is on my Facebook doing one v ones with Manny. Yeah. Has been brought from to Forest from Lincoln to Forest for one hundred and twenty five thousand. So you look at it, like you look at it and you go, wow, what a, yeah. the money in it in a minute. And it's just going to keep going, isn't it? It's going to keep, and that's the scary thing. Mm. Because I see a lot of parents now getting offered these con- contracts but for the kids, but they're going, well, if my kid gets signed for you, I want tickets for here. I want a so- uh, chauffeur. I want that. I'm like, that's not <laughs> what it's about. Exactly. It's, about it's about the kid, so, isn't it? So, not the parents. But this is what I'm saying. Mm. And you see it, Week in, week out. 
and that's not just a, the Cat One Academy, as you're seeing it at the lower academies as well. Parents are get demanding, and I'm thinking, you are going to ruin your kids' chances in football. Yeah. Let the kid play, and just let him go. I could say right now, if you leave DP and sign for him, I could say to every club, I want 500 quid. He could make it. He could make millions. Yeah. It's, you've got to look at it. Too many people are getting carried away with that money, 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 money. What can you offer us? What, can, what are you going to offer me? And if I, I could I could go to Man United, they're going to offer me a better deal than you. I mean, you're nine years old. Yeah. You're nine years old. I'm a, I'm a lad who, who played avid football on a Saturday, who's who has been in the army for 12 years, but who's come and gone across and put that, who wants to learn as a coach to get better and put my experience to the kids, to the coaches. I had Greg Smith, Greg Smith, our head coach now. He's played top level, getting paid a lot of money to play football week in, week out. And what me and my day the other day, he called to me, went, I've learned more here in the last six months than I have with any other coach playing football. When I, you know, I go to training at YMCA, I do running. Mm. I always see people in your your t-shirts, you know, flooding, flooding the place. And you obviously you've had to expand. How difficult is it to find coaches that have the same drive, the same passion for it as you do? And how do you find them? You've got to look at coaches. When I first set up DP, I had two young coaches, um, two young coaches who didn't have much experience, um, and I wanted to help them. And I says, "What's your dream?" I says, "I want to be an academy." I went, "That's fine." I says, if you do well, I'll put you in the places to get into an academy. I said, because it's about your career as well. Yeah. I, don't, if, I don't want you working, it's like the players, I don't want you working for me all the time. I want you doing the best what you can. So I've got one coach now full-time at Lincoln, he's left us full-time. Wow. And the other coach who went to City. I'm like, there you go. Maybe it, we should talk yeah. a bit more after this, Danny, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, it's about, it's not about me. And everyone goes, oh, your school is not, and... I don't want it to be about me. No. I'm a, I'm a lad who who played avid football on a Saturday, who's who uh, who's been in the army for twelve years, but who's come and gone across and put that. Who wants to learn as a coach to get better, and put my experience to the kids, to the coaches. Like tonight, the coaches will get there at three o'clock, quarter past three, and we'll go through the session what we're doing that week. So they'll do exactly what I'm saying to him. Yeah. But I said to him, if you can put a spin on it, you put a spin on it, or you think you can add something, you yeah. add it. That's what yeah. we, that's what I'm paying you to do. I've got two young coaches now, um, 17. And they went, you sure? yeah, I want you to work for me, mate. You, you, your heart's in the right place. Yeah, you turn up and you're willing to learn. And that's what I want. Yeah. And that's all it is. And if they're learning and they're getting better and they're getting better, that's all I want from him. For if week in week out, I had Greg Smith. Greg Smith, our head coach now, he's played top level, getting paid a lot of money to play football week in week out. And what me and my day the other day, he called to me, went, I've learned more here in the last six months than I have with any other coach playing football. Uh, that's unbelievable. And I'm like, he went, I can't believe it. He went, and I'm learning now, coaching kids and bringing it into my own game. Really. That, that, that's true coaching and, kids and he's bringing it into his own game that's unbelievable because the idea is like now we're looking you watch any you watch your grassroots you go, yeah. uh, coaching how many times do you skate when you're scanning the pitch I've never seen it so in grassroots no, I can't, I, scan yeah. when you're turning why aren't you scanning, scanning yeah. 
we did a we're doing a 12-week course for green bank in lincoln for the next 12 weeks this friday uh, last friday we did it we had 68 kids different age groups and the parents called to me and went my kids learned more now than they have in a whole season with yeah. a grassroots coach in one hour and that's what scares me a bit and when i say about learning about other from other coaches when we went yeah. to barcelona the last day we trained with barcelona academy coaches and ex-players we had one player who's played with, i forgot his name now he played with chave uh, poet uh it's on it's on, on our facebook page and he was saying to us when england get the get it right about moving the ball quick with the players they've got will get it right now it's coming starting to come through yeah. it's starting to come through you look at now how we're moving the ball the game's changed you always used to watch not scan say it used to be mm. whew, literally route one, yeah. one over the football now, lump it. but now look how they're yeah. playing yeah they're playing one of the best football in the playing years he's got he's got he's got the car he's making they're calm on the ball they're passing it they, they know how to like just i know sometimes you've got to change brilliant. it like when you go to dover away yeah. on a wednesday night you can't be playing good football on yeah. their pitches sometimes you've got to yeah. do it yeah of course. but i watched them against derby in the pre-season yeah and i'm thinking we, we cut through. I can remember Kyle Wotton hit the crossbar in like the 60th minute, and the way we just penetrated their defence with one key pass, and then just lit it into the box. I mean, let's not let's not lie. Should have finished the ball, but they they, they, I, I to they penetrate. Go, I really hope they go back up because I've got yeah. a lot of good kids at Notts County, and what you got? Look, I don't know if you know if if they don't go up this year, they lose the funding for the yeah, academy, yeah. and I've got a lot of. Respect with Academy lot there, Dave Plant. Well, Dave, Dave, Dave's just he's left, hasn't he? Yeah. Just I'm left. Gutted. I spoke to Dave, I know he's left, and he was the heart and soul of the Academy. But yeah. you've got a lot of. You've really got tried a, that, man. Yeah. You've got still got a lot of. You've got Gav there now. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, Phil Barsley. No, no, they've got Craig a new Gordon. Coming over, you've got a new lad from Norway from coming Norway, in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just looking out for my players. Yeah, and if, they don't, coach, if, yeah. if they don't go to um, stay at the Academy, how many players are going to lose? And that's the, that's the thing because I think they've got a very good foundation at Notts County. And you look at Forest, I know you're a Forest fan. I look at Forest five years, three or four, five years ago. I thought it was, thought it was going to struggle. I went over there a couple of months back. Uh, I took Man City under sevens. Yeah. We played Forest, and I went to, I went to Dave Lilly, and I went to Willis. I went, you don't want to be proud of yourself here, because the players you're bringing through and your philosophy is totally changing. It's, it's top. Forest are bringing through quite a few. I mean, obviously, well, I'm, I'm not a Forest expert. Quite a lot of our starting I'm, 11 too. We've got Warrell, Yates, Warnos, Yates, Yates, Johnson. Yeah, but you, you think about yeah. some of the other players that still play. George Grant, he, he's, yeah. a, he's at Peterborough now. Peterborough. Um, Tyler Walker, Tyler Coventry. Coventry, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got Ben Osborne at Sheffield United, haven't we? Yeah, but, but then you look at that's what I mean. You look at that. Yeah. Look at Johnson, two seasons. That's playing just league, league, playing Lincoln. He's just got EFL player, uh, Young Player oh, of the Year, hasn't yeah. he? Oh, right, where I sit when I go and get tickets for us, I sat two behind his dad. His mum and dad. Oh yeah. And he's a nice bloke. What do you think? He's the last person. Was it the last person scoring that trick against Derby? Was he? David. Uh, David yeah. Johnson. Yeah. And uh, you look at him, and I just think he's very good. When you talk about Forrest at the minute, and you talk about uh, the the, um, the old right uh, right back Spence. Spence. Brilliant. And this is what's Different. scary. We talk yeah. about opinions and coaches' yeah. opinions and different opinions. Warnock. What are you doing? Why do you? Someone had a laugh at um, Academy game and they saw Warnock and they went, and you let Spence play again, you forget the playoff, they went now, because can, they can say he's not, he's not playing. I'm thinking, wow. Yeah. But he's... On the lad as well, that's that's harsh, isn't it? 
Oh yeah, of course it is because it's it's come to Forest. He's come to work minutes, hard, yeah. and, and you could tell he, he's loving it. He's loving it, and I think I know Brentford had just offered what a fifteen million or something. Yeah, t- twenty million altogether. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, you might want to play your best. Le- and that's the thing what I always say: coaches, uh, my players, go and play your best level. Yeah. Play your best level of football, what you possibly can. That was some wonderful knowledge there about Manchester City and how that came about. Coming up, we have a great insight on what's happening next for Danny. Stay tuned for the third and final part of the first episode of the Locker Room Podcast. Weren't you the only team a few years ago to bring a girl to Barcelona and stuff? And yeah. you got girls-only sessions. We took you? a girl to Barcelona, and Barcelona said if she lived in Spain, she'd be in Barcelona ladies now. Woo! Wow. She signed for City. That's classic. First girl in Nottingham, she signed for City. She was before wow. Alan Hardy's yeah. daughter. But you look at, I look at girls now, I've got an under-10s group, at the minute, tens. I've got two or three hundred twelves and thirteens. Girls football, yeah, is. Whew. I'll start the other week because uh, I watched a bit of Man City girls yesterday. I'll start on Instagram. Steph Orton had me on a friend. Yeah. On Instagram, I was like, what, what? Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I said to my boys, I've made it. I've made yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what it's about. It's, it's madness. Top players like Maurizio Sarri have, have, have risen. But like to the top of the football, despite never actually playing professionally, it, you know you've never like you, you didn't make it right to the top, top, top. Do you want to make it to the top, top, top in the coaching, or you're happy where you are? Because I know you said you're always learning. Do you want to go to that next level? If someone offered me, yeah, this is truth. If someone offered me the under twenty three job at Man City tomorrow, yeah. I won't take it. Wouldn't? No, no. Someone offers you the manager of Notts County, you're taking it. Uh, no. No. It is not County. Because... Leicester? No. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> no, serious. I, I look at it now and go, why have I done it? Yeah. I want to bring young kids mm. through. And if I, even if I ever got an academy manager's job anyway. Yeah. Ever or... If I saw loads of kids growing up and they go, you know what, it's time to move on. Yeah. I'll bring players, young players through. I got offered a Saturday job uh, a couple of months back, uh, well, beginning of the season, and the club said to me, do you think you'll win the league? I said, no, not for the first year. And he went, why? I said, because I'll bring you through. Yeah. And they went, what? I said, I said, I'll bring you through from 16 to 19. And they went, that's no good to us. So what have we done this year? So what's the start from next year? RHP, I mean, entering the same league as Newark Towns. Central Midlands. Yeah. Our team now, going to next year, is under 16s, under 19s. If I wanted to, I could go and get, uh, I could go and get uh, Greg Smith. Yeah, Greg, come play for us. Come play up front for us. He'll get goals and goals. He's scoring, he's scoring goals for fun in step four football. What's he going to do in step seven football? I could get Nath oh, Cartman, yeah. one of my best mates, Nath Cartman, who plays for Scarborough. I could say, come on, Nath, come, come get a good couple of games. But what am I going to get out of that? I'm yeah. not going to get, I could go, it makes me laugh when an average Joe Bloggs manager gets given a load of money, going buys good players and wins the league and gone. I'm amazing. I think it's been a pleasure. I've it's enjoyed it. I've amazing, enjoyed having a chat. It's, uh, it's absolutely amazing, mate. Thank you. It's it's good. Yeah. Uh, for for you guys, for me to for your views, and when you talk about it, how much it's come on. Uh, even the questions was a bit a bit yeah. fun. I think. Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs>
Make you think about it, he scored two goals from that time. <laughs> Have you only scored that two? That was only was it season. Was it definitely more? Was it definitely, definitely more. more. Uh, it, it was more, but that was in the 16-17 season, I think it was. I think I've passed it now. <laughs> <laughs> I've played vet football then as well. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Well, Danny, thank you. Just a reminder that if you enjoyed this episode, then subscribe to Neil Nottingham, and we'll be back next time with Notts County goalkeeper coach Tom Wheel. Thank you very much, guys. See you next time. Thank you.